Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways. And we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. It's Wednesday, so you're catching the second of our twice-weekly progressive politics and current events podcast for the week. Enjoy them now, because the Wednesday episodes might be going the way of the dodo in favor of doing some other show. So anyway, this is episode number 184, and I'm X, and I'm your host, and joining me as always, we have Kyle Steenblick and Felicia Intuizel. Welcome back, you two. Well, hello. Oh, always my pleasure. Hey. This is usually the part where I'm like, what have you guys been up to? But I got a fun story for you. Yay! Yes. I like it. Because I haven't been doing much other than like the yeah. regular shit. So. Um, there comes a time when every the guy that thought themselves as some sort of macho-ish kind of person or, you know, the guy that was always able to help people move and move heavy fucking things. and Yeah, I wouldn't know that. There thing. comes to be a time where that's not the case anymore. <laughs> I was helping... Mm. Move something from my basement that we're going to be moving out to the lawn because it's it's like a little like play kitchen kind of thing yeah. that we've had in our basement for a oh, long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. We're like, yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and let the sun start baking this thing and then just eventually <laughs> find, it, find its way into the garbage. You know, it's gonna be a good way for kids to make mud pies and shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Not perfect, but we're gonna get rid of it eventually. And so I had to take it upstairs today, and I've moved this thing up and down flights of stairs in my house multiple times. Yes, I have multiple flights, guys. I have a three-story house. It's not like it's not like it's a fucking mansion or anything. I'm just saying, like, I have a lot of fucking stairs I have to climb sometimes. And <laughs> taking this kitchen, and it doesn't weigh that much. It's about 45, 50 pounds, but it's awkward because it's big. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking it up the stairs. Yes, I know. Of you have those to things. like, yeah. You have to go sideways up the stairs with this thing. And there was a time earlier today where I was taking it up the last like five steps that I had to go up, and a part of it caught like the lip of the stair and it caught and I didn't stop moving and I fell forward and my old man ass I hurt my back <laughs> oh no <laughs> for the rest of the day I had the hardest time sitting down or getting back up and I was like at first I was like oh well I'm glad I caught myself that could have been worse and as I must have pulled something and so <laughs> please Please take good care of your back. Like, oh, and that's that's no shit. Like, I mm. I didn't pay very good attention to proper form weightlifting when I was younger, and so that did kind of a number on my back muscles too. So yeah, so you know, snap city is what a lot of people call it. But when you Mm -hmm. lift with your back instead of you, you know, the actual muscle group that you should be using, (laughs) and so very important. 
Yeah, that started up in college where I started getting the same kind of pain. And it's like one of those like things where it pinches a nerve that goes down to your leg, like your sciatic oh, nerve. Yeah. Oh, it's mm. fucking painful, man. <laughs> so mm. for the rest of the day, I was working out that kink in that muscle that was pinching that off. I'm like, man, I'm going to be an old man in a wheelchair. I just um, know what's going to happen. If it was musculature and not your spine, which is most of those strained back injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. One good way, if you're not like readily available for therapies of it, um, one nice way to really roll out some stuff is uh, bouncy balls. No shit. Um, So you get like the nice big ones, like testicles. Mm -hmm. Um, And you, uh, if you have like a headache and you get tension headaches, you can uh, lay on them and roll around that way. Or if you have something in your spine, in your back that's musculature. And you need to roll that out. Uh, if you have get bouncy balls, you kind of lay on your back and roll on them. You can control the weight on it, and it does yeah. really help. Well, uh, it doesn't also don't take medical advice from a podcast, but no, like, no, for, no, no, for like and... just general tension relief, mm-hmm. I have found success. Right. Talk to your medical professional before doing right. it. Right, right. I've, I've always, I've always found, I've always found rolling around on balls a good way to relieve tension. <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, what actually Maybe really bouncy. helped was, was getting my yeah. kids like my wife can, my wife steps on my back every once in a while. And I know people will be like, oh, that's ill advised to have people walk on your back. Fuck you. It feels good. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. And if I die from it, I'm dying a happy man. I don't care because it feels good to get those vertebrae popped every once in a while. And so I had my little kids walking up and down my back and I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. This is bliss. And it felt good. And it came back, and I just found a pressure point. And I know I'm not, I'm not talking like acupressure or acupuncture. No, 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 no. Right. Shit. There was a knot in my muscle that was causing this nerve to get pinched. And so I grabbed onto it, and I massaged it for a bit, and I held my finger like really fucking hard into that point. Like how you're talking about with the, with the rollerball kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Felt better, but let me tell you what helps. Alcohol sure does yeah. help. Let me tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> so back when and, I... Uh, and, you know anti-inflammatory that of course yes. does help always well, so. good um so back water. when i was water what back <laughs> when i was in my uh, abusive relationship i used to get i i've i've always had back pain uh upper yeah. back pain since i was eight years old well and you've got big boobs too so i'm sure well, yeah, that doesn't help the, too so i didn't have and that's not me saying 18. look at them tits no that's just saying like i understand <laughs> no, what it is to have breasts and like, it, it pulls your yes, back <laughs> it does um but the but more than my breasts actually yeah. caught my breast uh, weight i find especially if i'm not well supported uh affects more my shoulder and uh mm. tension up here rather than behind my scapula um so my scap behind my scapula i've been dealing with back pain since i was eight years old turns mm-hmm. out for whatever reason um my pectorals are just too strong <laughs> 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 and um it pulls at the back muscles so pole dancing has been great because a lot of what you have to do in pole, you're lifting your body up by your upper back, uh, upper body. You have to uh, take your shoulders back and down, which strengthens the muscles behind your scapula. And then another important thing that we do all the time is pectoral stretches. So that's pretty great. That's been beneficial. But um, back when I uh, was in my abusive relationship, I had. Uh, I started getting severe back pain to a point where I there was days I couldn't move. Um, 
and uh, it turns out this is uh, I found out that um, emotional trauma uh, actually does flare up these things quite a bit um, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I'm I don't know the exact cause, but um, that's when I found myself starting to drink to treat it, and my physical therapist was like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep, yep." <laughs> he was like, "That makes sense." Because the alcohol actually does help. <laughs> it actually does make Amen. it feel better. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to uh, aspirin, thins the blood, increases circulation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, have you guys yeah. been up to anything this week? Or is my old man story just depressing enough that we're going to move on to news? <laughs> I got weird yeah, uh, People can't see it on the on the audio, though. It's it's like a smurf. Like you I fucking know. got a headlock with is. a sweaty yeah, smurf. It's like it's, uh, very smurf-like. Yeah. I should post it to my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll post it to my Instagram. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go. Oh, ahead and get uh, I got to, got to see the uh, Ready Player One. Oh, I want to see that. I really do. It is. It was enjoyable. It was. I a think fun... of it as a Spielberg movie, not the guy that wrote it book. That's it what is, I got to say. It, so. is a, it is a Spielberg movie. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I've been unfamiliar with this book. Uh, and now, like, the movie always looked intriguing to me uh, from yeah. the, the previews, but um, I was exposed unintentionally to some very interesting critiques of Ready Player One, the book. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, I am curious about the film itself. I I, mean, it, I didn't see any. I've, I've read some of those critiques. I didn't see any of those same problems in the movie. Yeah, but you're well, a cishet white guy, so yeah. So it's also <laughs> possible that I just missed it, and I was I was engrossed in, you know, the the fun oh, yeah, nostalgia, maybe, the, the nostalgia, you, and the, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, yeah, I'll go see it, and I'll uh, try to lend some of my perspective as a bi this uh, bi white woman. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so some. Other mm-hmm. perspective, not a huge amount of diversity there, but I'll I'll see what I can do. <laughs> there are some. <laughs> All right, folks. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and jump to our first headline. But first, we're going to give you a commercial from somebody you really should be listening to. This is the Utah Outcast, and we'll be right back. Do you know where Saskatchewan is? Probably not. It's in Canada. If you do, you might know a city named Regina. In Regina, there's a studio. And in that studio, there are, at least once a month, a bunch of skeptical atheist geeks and goofballs who get together to do a podcast. We are the Brainstorm Crew, and we're trying to help spread a bit of reason and critical thinking while still having fun. Never taking things too seriously, but still not accepting everything we're told, we go through different topics, exploring them in depth, and often disagreeing. We try to stick to provable facts, and we never trust a myth. That's why we say we're woo-free since 2013. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker under Brainstorm, or check out our website, brainstormblog.net. I can't promise you'll always agree with us, but I can promise you'll have fun listening to us. This comes to us from the Daily Beast, and uh, it's talking about how less than a year after Charlottesville, the alt-right is self-destructing. Are we surprised? Uh, no, I'm I'm not. Especially when most of them are banked on this culture of personality that they seem to have. Uh, mm-hmm. And the article says here, some have turned federal informant. Others are facing prison time. More are named in looming lawsuits, and all of them are infighting. Yeah. Huh. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where we talked about Matthew Heimbach and his uh, neo-Nazi group, the Traditionalist Worker Party. 
yeah kind of broke up over some cuckolding you know trailer park <laughs> incest that was going on oh that was that was just which horribly delicious and which it says here in the article says it felt like a too obvious metaphor uh-huh <laughs> like we're living in the simulation i'm fucking i'm i'm convinced <laughs> There's nothing I can do about living in the simulation. I'm just going to have to continue <laughs> living within it. But the thing is, like, we're in the cancer verse. I mean, <laughs> they're, we got they the set the variables to sure. shit, you know? <laughs> we definitely got the bad, but I, I'm yeah. not convinced I'm living in a simulation. But <laughs> if this is a might as well be. Might as well be. So. I could be a brain in the vat for all I know. <laughs> I don't fucking care though. That's the thing. But yeah, because there's nothing I can do about I it. I hate that argument. Like, what, what if you are? And I'm like, what if I am? So what? I I don't know any different. This is my reality. This is what if I'm, I'm in the in. matrix, I'm in the fucking matrix. Who knows? Who cares? But anyway, back to the fucking alt right people that we're talking about here. Uh, let's see. The Southern Poverty Law Center has released a map documenting 954 hate groups in the U.S. A 20 percent rise since 2014. Mm -hmm. In a January report, the Anti-Defamation League found that white supremacists had killed about 18 people in 2017. It's probably higher than that. Uh, the alt-right has had a bad month, it says here. In recent weeks, prominent white supremacist Richard Spencer has dropped a lawsuit against Kent State University and canceled his speaking tour. Yep. Dropped because, the lawsuit because he didn't have he didn't have a he didn't have a suit. He didn't have a case. Right. He's claiming that anti-fascist protesters opposed him at every stop, saying that Antifa is winning. This is quote, quote, Antifa okay. is winning. Yes, but his his quote was that they will you they they were more evil than them. It was a victim narrative, is what he was trying to sell. Yeah. So no, this is the fact that they're shutting down your platform. I mean, right. <laughs> Yeah, he was trying to use his old school uh, white supremacist victim narrative, but the mm -hmm. problem is work. we know it. We see you. Yeah. And so it says here that Heimbach was arrested days after Spencer canceling his tour. The implosion of the traditionalist worker party. It's not exactly as though we thought that was planned in some way, but it's a spectacular implosion of a key player in this universe. It and goes to show that they're they're not based on anything real. It's mm -hmm. it's exactly like the Republicans. I, I'm sorry, but I, I know everyone's like, don't call all Republicans racist, but their party's kind of been racist <laughs> no, for a long yeah. time. Not um, all Republicans are racist, but pretty much all racists are so Republicans. So we don't get the stupid fucking comment where people are we're talking not, about well, Democrats this. I'm like, yes, we understand we, the party understand. switched. Yes, Here's the problem, though. Is yeah. What I was getting to specifically was uh, they've been so rhetoric-based that they've done no actual organizing or planning. Right. And so yeah. when the Republicans got the chance to write the tax plan, they hadn't prepared for it and they wrote a shit bill. Not that I just disagree with it. it no, it was, a, it was actually a shitty bill. Yeah. And so now these white supremacists They've been bitching and they've been vying for power for so long, but they never actually planned what they were going to do with the power. They were mm -hmm. never they never planned on what governance actually looked like. And so they're falling apart. Like it, it's a fucking it's 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 from the top down right. from Trump down to the fucking trailer parks. All of them are falling apart. And because the rest of us on the other side have been going, yeah, no, we've been planning like. We know what we want. You guys just spouted hateful, fearful rhetoric forever and yeah. made you feel justified in your hate, but you actually did no governance or planning. 
which is also why the Nazis did not succeed. <laughs> they didn't. They, they fell apart. No, they, they didn't. Apart. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it's, it, the person here says that currently the biggest divide is between people who believe in online activism versus real world activism. After Charlottesville, Daily Stormer founder Ang- Andrew Anglin, for example, posted things criticizing in real life protests. If you're not willing to show up in the streets for this shit, that means that you don't think you believe you don't believe in anything that you're actually fucking saying. Yeah. He said that when PayPal and Facebook started banning accounts, he was pointing out that these aren't good things for us. Taking to the streets isn't necessarily positive because the optics were bad. <laughs> because you're fucking carrying swastikas and okay. shit, guys. Why I was actually the optics just, were bad. Okay, I was actually just listening to a former white supremacist explain this. They've yeah. been constantly trying to better their optics. Oh, yeah. and they've done it. Oh, they've Some, done a yes. lot. A lot of their things have reached the mainstream. But the other problem to that is now a lot of people are seeing them in the mainstream uh-huh. and going, <laughs> "Oh, fuck!" No, yeah. As we found with the the New Yorker guy that showed up, that he was a neo Nazi kind of person. Well, I don't mm-hmm. think he said neo Nazi. He said he's alt right yeah. or something. Yeah. He showed up at Charlottesville and was like, "Oh, magically he lost his job." Yeah, because mm. people don't have to hire you if they don't like the way that you believe mm. things. So, mm-hmm. all it's right, bad what it for says a here: if you are anti woman and anti people of color, because they're going to hire those people, and if you yeah. are inherently biased, you're bad for business. So it says here. Uh, you remember Chris Cantwell, the crying Nazi, the oh, guy that okay. got busted yes, after yeah, the yeah, Vice yeah, News course. documentary came yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, the sad sack. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, at the Unite the Right rally, it mm-hmm. says here Cantwell has produced a podcast which ran on the Daily Stormer until England allegedly removed it without telling Cantwell earlier this month. <laughs> Infighting. It's so much fun. And he says, as far as I can tell, that's what's going on, and they're just throwing barbs back and forth over it. I think that there's a lot of maybe professional is the wrong word, but professional jealousies here. Cantwell's blog or podcast gets more popular, and that pisses off other members of the alt-right who want to be the center stage. That's what Mm -hmm. they have. You have a bunch of people that want to be the center of fucking attention. It's a cult of personality. Mm -hmm. Okay, so not to toot our own horn here or anything, but I feel like that's where this show has an advantage. We're not looking for a cult of personality. We're not trying to. We, we love having more listeners and we love having people uh, be with us in this conversation and part of our discussion groups and stuff like that. That's really super wonderful. Yeah. That, <laughs> but we've consistently said, don't make us your fucking heroes. You know? <laughs> no, we're <laughs> no. not. No. We're fallible we're human a, beings and we're yeah. going to disappoint you. <laughs> we are not a cult of personality here. And and that's something we've criticized the atheist movement on is yeah. It's been largely basically cult of personality. And that's not what we are and that's something I have to credit this show with is like we're we're not we're not trying to sell ourselves as extra smart or extra anything except for extra for all the right reasons um (laughs) no it's just it it, these guys have been building cults of fame right uh online bases they say things that pander to people and their beliefs and basically it it, it makes them feel empowered and it makes them Mm -hmm. but it's it's largely nonsense there is no real empowerment happening there right and uh, this show is just a three assholes who 
Like we, when we, when we're trying to empower you, it's on a personal level, not on a like existential level. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah. uh, Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it it just, it's just us like being like, yeah, Yeah. things are shitty. You got it. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a, I mean, it's a group of people that have basically they have basically confused fame for power. But that that's and exactly what our culture has developed. It is a real yes. revolution against that now, and it absolutely yeah so fucking awesome. Yeah, so fucking awesome. I just I could right. die. Yeah, yeah. Fame and notoriety no. do not e- do not equal power. Before I finish this whole thing up here, I want to let you guys know that. Cantwell himself has uh, been having problems with Weave, who's the the other guy that formed the the alt right website. The the, the, the no, I'm sorry, the of white course. supremacist of website. The Daily Stormer. Yeah. He's been talking with him, and Christopher Cantwell has re- said that I am a federal informant. He has said, <laughs> and so alt right guys are not happy about this. But he's trying to say that uh, that he's an he is a informant trying to get the people on uh, the anti-fascist group like reported to the FBI and everything. It's like, no, that's not usually what happens. They don't go to the opposition to find out about the people within a group. They usually go yeah. to the people within the group. You don't go yeah, to Hillary Clinton to get charges on Donald Trump. You go to fucking Carter Page mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows everything about the own group that he's in. And oh, so there's been delicious. fighting back and forth between these people, and it's just delicious that they're falling apart in such a spectacular fucking sorry, like sorry, YouTube people, right there. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's going to continue to splinter. It's going to continue to fraction because these people don't understand what it takes to lead a movement. It's not no. about fame. <laughs> they, it's they not was, about yeah. Yeah. who's got the louder message. It's fucking mm-hmm. consistency. And like Felicia said, that's something we've got going for us, is that we're consistent Absolutely. every fucking week. Perfectly <laughs> consistently and consistent. Yeah. Also, atheist, that means you too. Yeah. That means you too, atheist. It's not just exactly. about getting fame, it's about actually doing shit. Uh-huh. Got it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. <laughs> Pretty good trick, eh? I went to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? Free your hell. All right, folks. Josh Bernstein is back with us. And, um... Aww. It's weird that he likes us as much as he does, even though we we're hey, gonna lambast him here pretty fucking hard. So, <laughs> oh yeah, we are. We're not gonna, oh yeah, yeah. We're not gonna be nice. Now he put out a video earlier this week about how he suspects that uh, David Hogg had something to do with the shooting at the Stoneman oh, Douglas. Really? Come and that's what we're gonna be playing here. I just want to bring it up as a footnote here that later on he took this video down, re-released it with stuff cut out of it. And it was an obvious cut, too. I retract that. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah, so let me just go ahead and play what he's going to say here. David Hogg is an opportunist, okay? He's not a victim. <laughs> I'm, I'm you don't get to tell somebody but, no. whether they're a victim or not. No. Oh, and I'm sorry, but if they attended a school 
where 17 of their classmates, teachers, or staff were shot, they're a fucking victim. Yeah. Hmm. But he's not, though, according to Josh. Josh just says, decrees, he is not a victim, and all of a sudden, he's not a victim. Great. Yeah. Weird how that works, huh? We don't need to justify that or anything. He has used this tragedy to make a name for himself. Yeah, with remarkably moral uses. Like, his ethical use of his platform has been incredible, including to give a platform to voices that have been historically ignored. Well, okay, well, let's, you know, let's maybe examine this. What's the difference between using a platform, any platform, uh, what's the difference between using that platform to make a name for yourself or using that platform for a cause. He's definitely been clear about the cause. Yeah. He's not just spouting off about like because I don't think he's I've pretty ever pretty righteous when it comes to that cause yeah. too. That's yeah, I don't yeah, I don't think I don't think I've heard it I don't think I've heard him talk about himself at all. Oh no, I saw I saw a news piece did a uh, they were trying to debunk that like he's uh, crisis actor, crisis actor. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he, he uh, showed up in California in another video. It's like, hmm, mm-hmm. fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> God. All right, Josh. Let's see what else you're gonna say. Okay, he is exploiting this shooting in order to make a name for himself. You said that already. In fact, I bet that his speech was probably written by Michael Bloomberg himself. Or maybe someone at CNN that's affiliated with his mom. Citation needed. Yeah, but even okay. Even if it was, what would that change? Doesn't change the fact that seventeen kids were killed in that school, and that one of these students has been vocal as fuck about it. Yeah, Hmm. several of them have been, but he's been. Uh, he has acknowledged that no, he's not the sole speechwriter. No, he's had help. Oh, it's almost like everybody who's ever had a speech went to other people for feedback and help. Yeah. Oh, it, it's yeah. almost like anybody that shows up on the national stage has a little bit of backup. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Presidents of good. Yeah. Normally, have people writing speeches Look, for them. If you're talking to a group of people, any group of people, anybody who has written something for the for for public speech. If if you're serious about it, you have taken what you wrote or your ideas and you've gone to other people who maybe are better writers than you. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Yeah. You recently have a published book. Yes. Yes. Um, did anyone give you feedback ever? Many people. So, oh, and so you changed things. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. How End dare point. you, Kyle? I End of point. <laughs> End of <Yeah>. point. <laughs> hmm. Or who it's knows, so maybe even a Hollywood producer or writer <laughs> or director, which I'm going to get into right now. Uh, Hollywood producer, director, or writer. Okay, maybe. let me tell you something about Hollywood. And this is something everyone knows, so it's not like I have to be an insider to know this. Um, they don't care about the little folk. And they know, they're <laughs> certainly not involving... They're certainly no. not writing activist speeches for them. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> no. 
<laughs> most of them, most of them are way too busy. And I didn't oh, tell you guys, but over his, over his shoulder in this video, Josh has a meme of Hitler giving his salute and it says, all in favor of gun control, raise your right arm. And it has the picture oh, of David Hogg oh, doing the fist up in the air kind oh. of thing. This? Okay. I looked no, at No, no, no. Like, oh. it's extended all the way. Yeah. He's got a, but he's got a fist. Well, he, yeah. he went like this and then it, like he lowered it. And so there was a picture of him like half mast fist. If you can yeah. see it on the video, if you're listening like audio, it I have half. my I have my fist <laughs> up and then I started to 90 lower degrees, it. 45 degrees. And yeah, then, you know, and so I started zero. to lower it and I was so if he was energetic and he raised it like the defiant doesn't thing. change the fact that he's not a Nazi guy. <laughs> but the, the Nazi salute is so different. It's not even recognizable to a fist. It's never a fist, not even close to a fist. No, it's, just, it's not. The fist is a is is it, it it goes back to like workers' revolution, and then yep. the Black Panthers used it, and like it's been a sign of defiance and solidarity with revolution for a long time. All right, I'm gonna let Josh talk some more. Oh, please, yeah, and prove to you all that this was not a spontaneous reaction to a shooting. This kid. David Hogg is not concerned about gun safety. He's concerned with pushing an agenda and making a name for himself. And to be quite frank, I honestly wonder uh, if this kid had something to do with the Stoneman shooting. Oh, just based on what? (laughs) Oh, I bet he's going to tell us. Oh, yeah, he's going to point out like pre-shooting social media posts where the kid was like not talking about guns at all because he was a kid who a hadn't been oh, no, yeah, no, was, no 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 I can almost I can almost guarantee you I can almost guarantee you it is it is going to be even less well thought out than that you know what I was doing at 17 I was playing Mario 64 every day and tugging it yeah like yeah. you said there Kyle um and my concern wasn't getting fucking gun control legislation passed through I, fucking Congress. I was trying to organize a protest against the Utah bill that uh, made the state constitution marriage between a man and a woman. I, I was trying to organize a protest uh, of three, and my two gay friends wouldn't join me. <laughs> so That's a sad story. <laughs> sad story. <laughs> All right, here we go. True thing I did. Now, I don't do a lot of conspiracy t- type of stuff on my show. <laughs> Bullshit, Josh. Time. Come on, oh, man. Come on, no. Man. How many of these us. have we done? Don't <laughs> lie to us. No. Don't. You might catch that random person that's never listened to your show before and be like, I don't do conspiracy stuff. And he's going to go with the universal everything I've said before this is bullshit line. Uh huh. But. But. <laughs> But it seems it very odd <laughs> that a child in the middle of a shooting is in a closet interviewing other students that are scared to death that oh, they wait, might wait. die. Why and what's his answer that? for that? Why, well, why if I was going to die, uh, I wanted to make sure that uh, my legacy and the people that were in this tragic shooting, uh, their voices lived on forever. Give me a break. Give me a break. What? I mean, you have what? an active shooter on. on campus, gunfire going off, and you're sitting there 
videotaping and recording people and asking them what questions about guns and what these people are calmly and very slowly talking about how they want to get rid of guns and we shouldn't have guns anymore and the second amendment is terrible and all these horrible things i've seen they're not talking about that in the fucking like closet when this no is no happening. no they absolutely aren't but i mean <laughs> josh you you are so isolated in your bubble uh do have you have you never branched out or experienced or seen um, any kind of crisis journalism yeah i was gonna say this is That's, this is amateur crisis journalism it, uh, and it I'm, happens I, I, i'm not devaluing it by amateur no. it is amateur but right it's valuable but, all in itself and right. just see how humans respond to fear in solidarity <sighs> these kids took video not because they were vain but because no, no. they thought it was important video to have holy shit i, I just it, right, that's brave as shit no, like they're it, like it, 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 it absolutely blows my mind i i spent an entire semester an entire semester when when i was when i was studying photojournalism we had an entire semester on this on photojournalists who are in these type of situations who instead of running away or hiding or doing the sane rational thing pointed their camera at the danger mm -hmm. <laughs> then you wound up with pictures that that have won pulitzers and, and every kind of award because that's what that's what some people do but these yeah. kids weren't talking about they weren't calm no, Who they the weren't fuck called. Are you talking. No, they were terrified. <laughs> they weren't talking about like the Second Amendment. They were scared. Right. I, I, okay, I have not personally seen the video. Uh, I've heard about the video. I've I've read about you know the different videos kids took and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, people criticized them. And they said, "Why didn't you call nine one one?" They said, "We did. We were told to stop calling because they were made aware." Yeah. <laughs> They and already... so they took video. So they took video. And so if they're hiding in a closet, they're going, this needs to be documented because if I die, then this will live. Holy yeah. shit. That's yeah. some heavy fucking right. shit. So right. go fuck yourself, Joshy boy. Yeah, don't because... expect him to understand that. Like, again, we, we come back to these kids understand. They understand social media. They understand media. Mm -hmm. They know they know this is what you do when Josh, shit goes down you stop you your us. camera stop bullshitting Absolutely. us stop bullshitting your listeners you fucking know better it threatens your ideology and that's the only reason that you are challenging this kid that's Absolutely. the only reason you're challenging this kid is because he threatens your ideology and you fucking know it own up to it don't be a fucking coward did you know that if you're not a patreon patron you're not getting the entire show each week it's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level 
where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. Utah's governor, Gary fucking Herbert. God yes, that, that is his middle name. Yeah, really And I, uh, I have personal reasons for disliking this man. So no. there's lots of them. Yeah. And this is going to add to that pile because oh, uh, he's made it very clear that he's not going to be supporting the medical marijuana initiative that's on the November ballot because oh, people right. care enough about it that they've received enough signatures to have this as mm-hmm. a ballot initiative. Right. You Which know to do in Utah. <laughs> Is a lot of fucking work. It's it is, and also oh. holds zero teeth because a ballot initiative, if uh, approved of by the public at large, the Senate, the, the the state Congress can just fuck off and not do it. Yeah, which is exactly what we're facing here. Which so what's going to happen? Herbert recently signed House Bill 197. This is local news, people, so yeah. get over the fuck over mm-hmm. it. It's called the Cannabis Cultivation Amendments, and it creates a framework for licensed physicians to recommend cannabis for their patients only if they're on death's bed. You have to have six months to live to Are get you this shitting me? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's it's, it? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a shit bill. It really is. Yeah, it, it says that it paves the way for establishment of lawful cannabis dispensaries which are run by the state, just like our liquor stores. Hey, how about that? <laughs> and allows for the implementation of careful safeguards for the use of medical cannabis. Really? Safeguards? You're not going to overdose on weed, guys. It's like, like, what kind of safeguards do they think that you can't buy You can't buy Oreos and weed at the same time? Is that <laughs> you it? You can't get Doritos and weed at the same time. Hi. And pizza rolls. If you try to buy all three, man, I'm you're going to be on some federal watch list. I'm about to legally consume a far more dangerous drug. Yeah, me too. Mm. Mm. I consumed all of mine. Ah, delicious. <laughs> so Herbert says that he fully supports the quote science supported use of substances. First, I'm not doing his voice right. Science supported use of substances that, under medical supervision, can improve lives. Que pasa? I mean, oh god. <laughs> oh god, I hate this man. <laughs> I hate him so much. Oh! Okay, so here's here's the main point that I want you guys to take away here. He supports his House Bill 197 because this is a good way to do it. However, the Utah Patients Coalition has been working to bypass the legislature and to take the issue of medical marijuana directly to the voters, which is why it's on the fucking ballot this November. They've got plenty enough signatures that's going to be there. However, oh. it's an initiative that Herbert says has significant flaws like what uh well let me let me say that here it says i believe the consequences of this initiative even if they are unintended will do more harm than good he said i will actively oppose the medical cannabis initiative of course more harm okay he's i god he's such a he's such a shit okay he's a killjoy I, I personally believe that uh, whether or not they're consciously thinking about this this way, uh, it's 
it's about control, right? So, yeah, yeah. uh, it's Utah. Of course, it's yeah. about control. Yeah, Christianity. It's not values. their idea, so they, no, you know, ah, Mormonism, it's another Mormonism, idea. Mormonism borrows from Christianity forever, um, yeah. and they actively value suffering. Right? Like their mm-hmm. their church talks about all the time. Oh, I struggle with these things, and I struggle with these things, but that's part of right. being like that's part of their identity. And so, oh, yeah. God made me gay, but I can't act upon it, so I'm going to be yes! as forthright as I can for the rest of my life as I possibly can. Yeah. Suffering is a huge part of their religion. And that is because religions thrive off of exploiting vulnerable people right. who are right. suffering in order to further their ideas. It's yeah, that's exactly. how they yeah. fucking function. They cannot function outside of suffering. So any minimalization of suffering therefore undermines the religion. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when people have the freedom to think about their lives because they're not worrying about paying for their rent or paying for their food or not having constant pain, their minds are freed up to think about other issues. That's partially why white men dominated atheism. Yeah. Yeah. So DJ Sean's uh, not like DJ, like he spins records on the weekend thing, but that's his initials. Mm-hmm. He's from the Utah Patients Coalition, and he says the following. While we appreciate the governor weighing in on medical cannabis, his comments are another example of what Utahns have grown tired of. Politicians standing between patients and physicians. You guys yeah. had a guy. You had a guy. It's clearly, it's clearly the popular thing in Utah. Everyone wants medical cannabis. Everyone yeah. in Utah. Like, okay, not everyone, but like the vast majority of people. You had a guy. You had a guy, and I worked for him. You had a guy, yeah. and you didn't vote for him. Holy <laughs> shit. You had I, a guy. It's amazing to me that we're constantly having to go towards ballot initiatives to get this shit done because our own legislators are not listening to us. You had a guy. Oh, oh yeah. And no. at the same time, these legislators are going to continue to get voted in. Right. Term after term. Right, after term. right, right. Talk, talk to your legislate, talk to your representatives, talk to Vote them. them out. Vote yes. them out. That'd be great. Oh we have the power. I know we, the, I was on this campaign. We had the power. We, yeah. the demographics are there. You right. just have you to just vote. You just have to fucking vote. Yes. Fucking vote. And you know what? After you, you vote. State. It's true. It's true. True. You oh. don't even have a <laughs> majority. Pisses me off. A majority of the population that's registered Republican. Yeah. Yeah. They're registered independent mostly. Mm-hmm. They're registered independent. We have it. Vote. But do it. We can be a swing state. We can do it. We can do it. Just mm-hmm. fucking God damn it. You had a guy. Ah. And this comes from the Libertas Institute. Uh, President Connor Bayak says that. Oh, sorry, Boyak. Uh, had issued the following statement in response to Herbert's opposition to the pal- the ballot initiative out there. He said, It is awkward to see Governor Herbert suggest that HB 197 is a good reason to op- oppose the proposed medical cannabis initiative. This bill was initially voted down and was only bar- barely resolved, I'm sorry, revived after its sponsor, Representative Daw, pleaded with the colleagues not to kill the bill. This strong opposition suggests that it is not the ideal path that Herbert claims. In fact, the bill establishes a government monopoly 
which is never a good idea, people, never on is. the production of cannabis and requires yeah. the government to set its prices. Hardly a conservative free market approach. Hmm. So you might have your R next to your name, but you don't fucking believe in free market. You don't they believe don't. in the principles of the Republican Party. They no, don't. they never do. They're authoritarian. We've been over this. The, yeah. the, the modern Republican Party yeah. is authoritarian yeah. and that's yeah. it. It says, even worse, the cannabis is only available to Utahns who are already at death's door, like we said earlier. Yeah. Not the thousands who suffer and are scared of overdosing on opiates. This narrow and highly regulated step is not what people from Utah want, as Hi. repeatedly expressed in numerous polls. Hi. Mm -hmm. Hi. As a female who experiences severe menstrual pain every once in a while, um, and no, not every month, but sometimes it's so severe that ibuprofen doesn't fucking work for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have found in the past and not currently that uh, marijuana has lessened the pain. The pain. Yeah, yeah it's funny that. I don't like marijuana as a recreational drug. And yes, I've used it as a recreational drug. Didn't like it. It wasn't my thing. I am not judging anyone who does. No, no, uh, it's it's terrific for for pain relief. But yeah. but when I yeah. when when my pain was insurmountable, I was able to utilize marijuana, mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, my brain felt the pain. I I could feel the cramps happening, but the pain didn't hit my brain. Yeah, and that it mattered a lot. Good yeah. guy, really, marijuana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I. I'm not terminal. I'm not dying. Right. This is my body. This is my mm -hmm. genetic. It mm -hmm. hurt really bad. It's right. inconsistent. But God damn it. Something helped. Mm -hmm. Something helped. Right. Right. I and can't. Just... And, and I'm apparently unworthy of that kind of relief. I'm and oh, oh but apparently. opioids. Yeah. Opioids, oh, yeah. Which by yeah. The let's way, talk about that. That fucking pisses me off. You guys, people, they get so they're they're so fucking up in arms about the opioid epidemic and the opioid crisis but they're not fucking willing to do the one thing that has been shown time and time and time again yeah, through okay. research that this is this will help suffering yeah they thrive on suffering yeah. the republicans and right. the christians they thrive on suffering what I don't that get it. What, what I don't get is why they're not all over this because they've already seen a couple of states do the legalization thing, and they've Imagine. seen how much money it brings in. What I don't understand is why they're not just salivating, suffering. Well, and the oh, really yeah. interesting thing part here is that we have fuckers. Seventy-seven percent of Utahns support legal medical cannabis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a mm -hmm. big fucking number. That's of a huge number. You had a guy. Yeah. You had a guy. He was but right we didn't there. <laughs> he had white hair and a weird haircut, and he was a delightful human being. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he really was. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. 
I don't know exactly what it is or what it's doing, but this is not human intelligence, okay? It's not human intelligence! All right, folks, we have Alex Jones, and he's going to peddle his usual crockery of wooey bullshit that we're going to be talking about here. Uh, so I'm going to let him just get started. Here we go. Yeah, do this. There's another saying, nobody knows who said it posthumously, but no guts, no glory. Well, I'm not looking for red carpets. I'm not looking for jet airplanes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yeah. Absolutely, you are. <laughs> yes, yeah, you don't, are. Don't, don't bullshit us. Yeah, fucking, yeah you are. <laughs> I mean, everybody kind of wants that kind of shit. I mean... I would love that kind of attention but without I would love a red carpet and private jet flight you know okay first of all i've flown private jet once in my life it's probably They're the only nice. time They're it nice. was oh my god it was amazing it was amazing i i enjoyed flying again <laughs> i'm gonna let alex say some more i'm not looking for people to kiss my old ugly butt oh yes you are Oh, you definitely are, and also that's your entire them. audience. That that is literally your entire audience that you want them to kiss your ass. But he had to say "butt" because I mean, he must have got talked to recently about using them adult words. <laughs> but what I am looking for is living my own life, and all these control freaks and people that want to run my life want to run your life. Uh huh. I Tell say me it's about that. Season on them. It's open season on people that want to run your life. And that means you what social justice warriors, feminists, people of color, PC police, or you know, everybody whatever. criticizing you. Yeah, criti or, that's what it sounds like. Wait, anybody uh, non white. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, non white men. Oh, gotcha. Intellectually, culturally, economically. And if they jump across that line and they pull the first punch, and they what? draw the first blood, then we give them everything they want. He's having a real hard time trying to what? like Were those contemporaneously words? come up. I don't with know, but I don't think he. I think he's that doesn't make sense. He's he's confusing his metaphors. I think just that a was, little bit. Okay, it's okay. Probably, I mean, more than usual. Typical more for, than usual, for Alex. Yeah, that was yeah, nonsense. And it'll just be like rowing a boat. Up and down the, the street, merrily, 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 life is but a dream. What, what the? Heck? What is he on? What's on here? This is nonsense. This is like nonsense. This is, okay. Now we need Spock to come in and sing the next part, like just the half step off. I, of I don't. will come in and then. This is amazing. Says, row, row, row I'm, your boat in the middle I, of a news no, broadcast. Nothing he's saying. <laughs> Nothing no, he said no. has made uh, any sense. Uh, he, look, he's either crazy, he, he's either he's either lost his mind or he's high as fuck. Uh, both. Pro Which it's probable. Oh, hate hate infects the person. Like hatred, in indubitably, yeah, yeah, it's it's more complete. problems. It, yeah, it's it's it, coming it's coming it's coming up the cognition here. Yes. Hatred is toxic to the individual who houses it. Right, right. And eventually yeah. you just go so crazy that eventually it's just like rowing a boat. <laughs> row, 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 row. Up the row, barely of the stream. Row, barely. Row your little lamb. <laughs> because the tree of liberty is watered by the blood of patriots and tyrants. You can't water a tree with blood. And why would you water it with both the blood of patriots and tyrants? Pick one, pick one or the other. Come on. How does your like, God allow that tyrant? Go for row, row, row your boat to the blood of 
Patriots. Oh my god, this is <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's terrible. I should be laughing. Oh my god, it's hilarious. He's such an extremist. It's so crazy that he's so out of his goddamn mind, and I shouldn't. <laughs> That's not ableism. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Hatred toxic, <laughs> but I keep laughing at it because it's so fucking dumb. It's silly at the best. <laughs> you guys, uh, as an example of why I laugh at this, um, did, so if anyone's watched the producers, there's a part where this the stormtrooper girls wa- march in a not uh, in a swastika. <laughs> it's super funny. Um, they stole. Uh, uh, sorry, Mel Brooks specifically himself stole that from Nazi propaganda where they had like literal troops <laughs> marching in a swastika shape. It's so dumb. They, they did, they <laughs> did indeed. So it was silly. just that silly. And Mel Brooks did a beautiful job of showing them how silly they are. And I'm just gonna keep Alex, honey, you're so not well. And I'm, I'm just. It's so funny. I'm sorry. I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. That does it for this week's shows, everybody. But don't fret. We'll be back again on Friday with a recently declassified Secret Patron Show episode for all of you to enjoy. Uh, So all of you freeloaders out there, you get something for nothing that all of these amazing people I'm about to list had to pay hard, cold, no, it's the other way around, cold, hard cash to listen to, just like they did for April. Everything's processed. You guys are fucking awesome. Gonna get some cool equipment with that for stuff coming up for the future. <laughs> anyway, so in no short order, we have Luis Cruz, Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitiff, The Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, host of the Brainstorm Podcast, and the Hardcore Skeptic, Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, Kimberly Kellogg, Rob Otto, Mike Yoakum, Finno3000, Mr. Mahoney, Cindy Spear, Scott John Harrison, Nathaniel Cabalona, and Andrew Medina. Honestly, folks, that's the best fucking thing in the world to, to know that I have people out there that care enough for the show to, to get all the bonus stuff out there. You guys fucking rock. Sorry, I say guys as a general term. I've been working on that for a really long time. It's really hard for me to give that one up because I say guys and dudes all the time, and it's not what I mean. Just saying everybody out there that's a patron, you fucking rock. So before I wrap this whole thing up, I need to remind everybody that if you don't have the means to share money with the show, which we don't expect, it's great when you can, great when you do, fucking love you for it, but we'll still love you even if you just drop us an email or a text message just to get in touch with us. Let us know how, let us know how you're doing out there. But, you know, if you wanted to give us a five-star review somewhere, that would be awesome, too. Uh, But with that, it's time to bring episode number 184 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome.
It's time for comments from trolls, and uh, this one's a, a really short one here, so I'll, I'll put oh, it up on the screen okay. for the okay. people watching on the YouTube. Uh, this comes from Troy J, and it says, 
cut out the small talk. No. 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 Mm -mm. Not not gonna happen. I this mean, show is three friends actually talking together and spending time together. So. Yeah. And we do headlines and we make fun of things and we have fun with our time together. Mm -hmm. If we cut out the small talk, we'd be the Young Turks. And <laughs> not aiming to be the Young Turks. No. I'm not no. aiming to be David Pakman. Nope. I'm no. not aiming to be... Oh, God, what's his name? Ah, I fucking forgot. Hassan anyway. It doesn't matter. Huh? No, Hassan I'm trying Piker? to think of... Okay, no, 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 no. I'm really thinking like of the... He's on the Ring of Fire network now, and he's... he's uh, yeah. I don't even remember. It doesn't even fucking matter. Let's just put it this way. <laughs> We're not here to be your news source. I don't yeah. categorize this as news no, when I put it no. out there. No. We're people Please in blogs, me. or we're, you know, we're personalities. We're here to entertain. Yeah. <laughs> Think of us as Fox News, but good. <laughs> <laughs> not as good for good. Yeah, entertainment uh, with values that we live by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're not. We're not last week tonight. We're not Daily Show. No, but we're not. We're, no, because we're not they have more journalistic integrity than we can ever hope to have. But well, <laughs> and what they do, what their show is, is very different than our show. Our show yeah. is as the layperson experiencing yeah. the news day to day and trying to interpret things as mm -hmm. we experience mm -hmm. them. Uh, we're your uh, we're your water cooler it. liberals. That's what we are. We're your yeah, water oh, cooler liberals. Yeah. That we you can come here ideas of stuff that you might have heard the headlines of and be like, I wonder what they thought of this. Yeah, that's exactly. where you come for it. So exactly. <laughs> we will talk about the ridiculous stuff. We will talk about the stuff we find amusing, uh, enraging, infuriating. The um, inane, the boring, the the hilarious, the, the, the oftentimes and the sad. Only way, the only way it works is if we do small talk with each other. If we're actually friends, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're not talking about the weather in between no, these headlines no. or anything. That's what the patrons pay for, but yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. Yeah. So, not cut out the small talk, Troy J. Go fuck yourself. Yeah! Don't have to listen. Yeah. You don't have to. Have a roofing project? Whether you're doing a small repair or a full job, the Home Depot has all the quality GAF roofing products needed to get the job done. Save up to 20% with bulk pricing on full pallets of shingles and complete the job quickly with the full assortment of roofing accessories. All the GAF products you need. Available at The Home Depot. GAF. We protect what matters most. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, wah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.